Hello, beautiful beings, and welcome to another episode of the Plant Lady Podcast. I am so excited to welcome on today's guest, Sierra Mann, also known as Light Doula. She is an herbalist, apothecary owner, birth doula, and an author. Sierra has inspired me so much over the past couple of months, so to be able to offer her this space on this platform is so humbling. Thank you all for being here, and I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I do. Hey guys, before I get started, I'd like to mention that there is a bit of feedback in this episode. Because our guest does live off-grid in Hawaii, she had to pull a few strings to make this magic happen for us today. I'm really grateful for the conversation that we shared, and I know you guys will love it. Enjoy! Yeah, so I would love to just start with a background about you. Cool. Okay. Um, so my name is Sierra Mann, and I live on the island of Maui. I moved here when I was 19 years old from the mountains of Arizona. Since I published my first book, which is called Into White Light, yeah, I just absolutely adore writing. I write every single day. It's just like the way it hits me is like I'll literally just have a whole entire poem in my head and I just have to type it out. It takes me like one second. I love writing more than most things I do. Yeah, I'm so inspired by the fact that you write. A poetry book is something that has been like on my heart for a while and it's just like been in the realm of manifestation, you know, putting it out there. But I know yeah. that it's happened in divine time. So hearing you talk about writing, I'm excited to talk about that. Yeah. But I would love for you to, since you're an herbalist and you have your own apothecary, I see you post all the time about blue lotus. And I really <laughs> just like want to dive into that conversation and share with our listeners what that herb is and like how it can benefit you and your practices with it. I know you forage it in Hawaii, I believe. Actually, I don't forage it. We were building a um, blue lotus pond on my property. My father and I just purchased uh, 12 acres of land um, up in the like, jungle and forest area. And there's a river and waterfalls. And it's super beautiful. But we're working on building a pond in the center of the field um, to grow blue lotus. But I am currently working with a um, sustainably harvesting and organic farm in Thailand. Um, it's a really sweet family. I spent a long time trying to figure out the right people to source from, and that's my favorite so far. And yeah, I order it in very large quantities, and um, the way I do it is if I want to get to know a plant spirit really well is I will fast, um, only drinking the tea of that particular flower or whatever um, I'm working with. And that's how I really got into Blue Lotus. I always really loved and appreciated her medicine. But uh, like four months ago, I did a five-day liquid fast, and it was just Blue Lotus tea. And it's known as the Egyptian dream elixir, Blue Lotus is. And it's this blue flower that, that bursts up out of the mud and is like the most absolutely beautiful thing you've ever seen. The Lotus has so much potent medicine and I really want to spread that out to people because there's so many people that I've shared it with have been like, I never would have even known that you could consume this flower 
But I think that the thing is, is a lot of people don't recognize that 90% of flowers are edible. So, so many flowers have all these magical lessons and teachings for us, but we've been raised to kind of just eat solid food of this world as to where there's so many little magic beings that want to share really cool messages with us. Yeah, it's so true even with like weeds and stuff and what we're kind of taught is like what's a weed and what's a flower and even like yeah. I'm learning that like the things that we were taught as like that are weeds are actually super beneficial herbs like dandelion and things like yeah. that how beneficial these things are that we were just taught that oh they're just weeds and you just pluck them and like they have no oh. purpose but like in reality they are, have an immense amount of purpose remember how to talk to the plants <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> when I was doing some work with blue lotus um a few months ago I had a friend who introduced me to it and uh she had used it to assist her in like her dream state and her lucid dreaming so I wanted to ask you if you had ever had any experiences with that I know you said you fasted and drank the tea so I'm very curious to see like or hear about your experiences with that yeah, so since I've started like integrating her into my absolutely everyday life, like I take tinctures with blue lotus in it, I've been making them myself. The current tincture I'm um, working on is blue spirulina, blue lotus, and um, monatomic liquid gold ormus. It's like um, such a potent medicine, we could talk about that too, but um, and raw honey, and then also a like high quality vodka because that's how you extract the spirit out of the plant. But yeah, I've just been using it in so many different ways. And the first day that I started this business, I got this huge shipment of blue lotus in, and I drank this huge mason jar full of it was like halfway full of blue lotus flowers, and um, had a, a couple shots of the ormus in it, and then also coconut water and I went to bed that night and I had this dream of this huge white owl and it was off to my left as I was driving down the road it was huge and it was flapping its wings backwards and then she came down and landed next to me and turned into a woman and looked at me and she was right to my left and then from there on I was like that was such a wild dream I woke up the next day I was like what does this mean? And I posted about it on my Instagram and somebody told me that Lakshmi is the goddess of the white owl and of lotus flowers. And I was like, that was such a potent, like, it was almost like a go ahead, like spread this medicine. Like, wow. just felt like it told me that it was okay. And yeah. Yeah. Wild dreams every night. I think it also helps them out. Um, off grid now and so there's no wi-fi or any of those sounds and i'm just dreaming away over here <laughs> yeah <laughs> or have you ever dream journal i know you like writing and you dream yes. but have you ever like do you keep track of your dream or yeah i i write down my dream so basically how i work is i journal absolutely every single day i usually journal while i yoni steam with the tea blend that i make it's like a it's like this multi-use tea blend that I do, and it's uh, red lotus, blue lotus, uh, wild roses, chamomile, and lavender, all sustainably harvested, and it can be used as a smoke blend, or as a tea, or as a yoni steam blend, or like in your bathtub, like as a pretty petals in your bathtub. But um, basically every night I yoni steam and journal my entire day, and then when I wake up, I also 
journal my dreams. But yeah, I'm like this person that I literally write every single thing that I did that day. Like, I, it feels like if I can empty all of it out, I'll be ready to receive the next day in full. Because every single day I see it's just so full of all these lessons, and I feel like they can escape us um, if we don't, you know, reflect upon them. And yeah, I love that you said that because there will be days that I'll just get like sidetracked with doing things and you know forget to journal and maybe the next day I'll still have like some of those thoughts or some of those things mm -hmm. like on my mind or on yeah. paper and I'll still like be thinking about them and then that'll be like my push to journal but I love that you said that because I feel energetically it does like like clear you out totally it's like taking out the trash but taking out the beautiful trash <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, beautiful, beautiful yeah. trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that leads us into just like the power of writing and yeah, um, how potent it is to, to take that time every day and to not only just like journal what you're feeling, but journaling what you're doing and what you're experiencing and being able to reflect on that later on in life, I feel like is such a beautiful thing. Like I have journals from years ago that I'm able to go to the same exact day and like journal and maybe see how I was feeling. And I feel like that reflection is so potent and necessary. How long have you been writing? Like how long has writing been a part of your life? I would say when I started, when I did my yoga teacher training two years ago, I, um, part of our training was to write down what we were grateful for every day. And um, I started to begin introducing journaling in that way. And then it really just, you know, it takes off very shortly after that of like a few sentences turned into pages. And then I was really starting to, at first it took me a while to, I think, make it click and to let go of the ego and kind of just allow myself to flow when I write. Um, yeah, and then I finally transitioned to this state where I can just like let go of stuff and allow my true emotions to come through and like you said, transmute it into poetry and into things that feel good. And yeah, it's been a beautiful journey since I made that transition. Yeah. Poetry is awesome. <laughs> Journaling yeah. is awesome, writing is awesome. <laughs> I was curious, how do you work through writer's block or do you ever experience writer's block? So what I so I taught a writing course, um, my first writing course a couple months ago, three Zoom meetings, and um, there was ten people in it, and it was super fun, and that was something that was coming up for a couple people. And what I say is, what you do is you put your journal in front of you, and you say, "All right, I'm setting a timer for five minutes, and I'm not picking up my pen, and I'm letting whatever comes out come out, and I'm not going to hold any judgment to it if it's beautiful or not or whatever." Um, whatever standards we put on ourselves, and just let it flow because if we can spend five minutes like scrolling on Instagram or doing whatever we can spend five minutes like removing that block because that's what it is it's the block and any I believe anything can be healed and any energy can be moved and so yeah that's how I do it if I ever run into that and it works for me because then if I <laughs> I don't know just let it out yeah yeah, wow, that's amazing. I did a journal exercise like that um, one time as well. And it really, it can be frustrating at first for, to like move past those blocks and to like, totally. to like keep writing. But then 
there's like a beautiful break or like a release that happens there when you really just keep going and allow yourself to just write without judgment and not worry about if things are spelled right or how they yeah. look or sound. And yeah, like nobody's them. grading you. Like, yeah. It's just you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because yeah. we're so conditioned to be like, oh, everything has to be proper pronunciation, spelled right, and capital letters. Yeah. And it makes totally. you very like, uh, strategic when you're reading yeah when you're writing yeah that's another thing to talk about is um basically when we learn that's the first thing we learn in school is how to spell and i think people don't understand spell like we are learning how to cast spells and you know we learn to write cursive there's there like if you don't realize so people basically don't realize that they're magicians and when you don't realize you're a magician or um, a magical being because we are magical beings you can start falling into patterns of black magic because you don't recognize what you're saying has a lot of potency so people will be saying these things like oh i can't do that like oh i've never been able to do that like we straight up curse ourselves and the thing is, is we can totally write ourselves out of any program. So whatever evil programming they're trying to put upon us, we can write ourselves out of that and we can write a new script because I believe we are running on scripts. Like there are people that are scripting this reality to go a certain way. But if you pick up the pen, it's like, there's that one quote that's like, um, until the lion learns to write the story of the hunter will always be glorified so it's like we it's like instead of always listening to his story history we're, we're gonna write her story because her story is so potent and every single day unfolding the women watching the microcosm like the microcosmic beauty of this world is unreal and we hear history as like there was this war and this but nobody talks about how somebody smiled at somebody that day and there was a beautiful rainbow and um everything was peaceful somewhere like i just see so much more peace than this reality wants us to believe there is and i think it's really important that people remember that the that the earth is alive like we've kind of been sold this i don't want to say it's a lie but there's all these things about global warming and all these things about the earth is dying and she's whatever and she can't hold all of us like no this earth we were born here we were made for this place and there's plenty of room for us all to expand into and as soon as we feel comfortable to do that black mindset will will disappear and then people won't be like so angry at each other for things that it's like there's so much of everything there's absolutely so much so true and what came up for me when you were saying that is um, when I was growing up, I really adapted a lot of my mother's scarcity mindset and she adapted it from her mother and, you know, it goes on and on and it's really all a society thing. But I've noticed now, um, you know, in the past year doing this work and coming home to myself, the, the things that I say that keep me in that scarcity mindset and how our words really are curses and how we, you know, what we believe on a subconscious level is what we're really manifesting as our reality and if we keep believing that we don't have enough or we'll only have you know enough money if we work this hard and do this job and work this amount of hours and when like you're saying in reality it's abundant there's enough abundance for everyone so it's wild how we just adapt these like 
sayings and these things that maybe our parents said or our peers or people in school and they taught us to say and we just like adapt these um these things that become just a habit you know you don't really it's hard to catch yourself until you really become aware and start to observe your thoughts and start to honor your words as spells and honor their potency absolutely and completely relearning and being willing to completely relearn how to spell because like even just observing say you walk into a business what does it say on the door it says entrance but actually it says entrance like you're about to be entranced when you walk into some somewhere and you're going to take on that that energy if you don't realize that there's a spell being cast on you the magic doesn't work if you know the spell that's being cast on you that's how it works so like people don't recognize even like you're going through the weekdays to get to the weekend. What does that actually sound like? The weekdays, your week on the weekdays, and then by the time you get to the weekend, your weekend, and you earn a living. An earn is something that ashes are stored in. Um, there's just absolutely so many strange spells, like good morning, like um, mourning the dead. Um, awake awake is a funeral procession like this i feel like a lot of the words we use are are trying to bring us back to death when in reality like we're a part of like this huge something i've recognized is that people really act like they're in a death cult like they want to die because they treat their bodies so so bad and then end up going back to source we all forget that we can not we don't have to die to see source again you can see the light of day while you're still alive and i think it's so and to remember that and like you said coming home to your body and just being like this is where I am and while I'm in this body I am the center of all creation and everything follows as within so without so when you clear and cleanse your body the entire reality outside of you is going to have to follow suit because that's just how it works and it there's my favorite um biblical quote is if they if they tell you that the kingdom is in the sky then the birds will precede you if they tell you that the kingdom is in the sea then the fish will precede you rather the kingdom is inside of you and it is outside of you and when you come to know yourselves you will become whole and something that is whole is filled with light and something that is fragmented is filled full of darkness so it's basically like remembering you are one with this entire reality and if you can make your your vessel vibrating with the truth that you know and see then you know <laughs> everything has to follow suit and that's what i've really seen in my life like that one quote about um with, when one woman heals she's healing her daughter her mother her grandmother like it's deep when you choose to do the work oh yeah it's deep it goes it goes deep and that concept may be foreign to some you know the passing down of like pain and trauma stored in our womb spaces through the lineage of women and how we've just been suppressed over these years and that energy really does stick and it's up to us the ones that you know are can awaken to it and be the observers to to heal unfortunately kind of Unfortunately and fortunately, it falls on us to heal that and to transmute, transmute that, you know, and rather than just being like, oh, these are the cards that I was dealt, we're like, no, we're going to fix this and we're going to heal this and it's our responsibility to be better than how we were raised or to do better and want to live a lighter way. Yeah. 
and hopefully our and hopefully our children are better than us and then their children are better than us and it, the truth is is that it's all one bloodline being passed down and down and down and and we're one with our ancestors we're the same as our ancestors we're just a higher vibrational frequency because we're moving forward in time and i do believe that things are moving upwards like a lot of people are saying all oh, this reality is turning to shit that's a that's a fucking spell like i'm sorry that is the spell like you saying that the earth is dying and you saying this and that like that's your reality and you won't be able to receive the kingdom if you believe that as to where something i believe is all these poisons that poison mother earth like say plastic say um say oil i believe not only oil to be the blood of the earth like it weighs the exact same amount as um blood per gallon and then like also reacts the same way as water does and they don't tell us that the wells of oil keep filling up i believe everything that we necessarily like poison mother earth with mother earth made it's not like we got this from somewhere else like there's nowhere else to be getting materials from she knows how to break it all down and we could act like she's not as powerful as she is and we could act like that we have something to fear we don't she's always going to purge the parasites and we're always going to be one and there's always going to be enough space like flying in an airplane people always people are always like oh there's not enough space for everybody to like we're crammed into cities we're absolutely crammed into cities you can fly for thousands of miles where there's absolutely not a soul and if we can realize how to expand into this third dimensional plane in in ways that are like smart like we could be building um all kinds of amazing gardens even underwater uh so hot like super tall buildings full of gardens like think of all the crazy buildings in cities and they're just used for art like artificial light like computers and stuff like imagine if that was all garden people can grow so much food and there's enough for everybody that's really been on my mind lately is so there's just absolutely enough and i refuse to hear anything else. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the truth. I remind myself that when, you know, in owning a small business that, you know, or when I feel like I'm comparing my, my journey to someone else's, that there is enough abundance for all of us. And you know, that, that healing or that abundance will be there for me when I'm ready to openly receive it. And um, like you said about, you know, the earth, I've always felt strongly about you know, when people are like, oh, we're going to kill our earth and, you know, we do want to do better and stop using plastics and things like that. But at the end of the day, there is no killing this earth. Okay. We no. can stop saying that. <laughs> no. she, you know, if we really think that we have that power, like that's no. hysterical because there's no way that like, <laughs> like little bugs. It's like, exactly. <laughs> like she's going to be the one to end us. Okay. Yeah, so hello. let's just be clear there. <laughs> For real now more than ever i feel it is easier to see and to find those people that you resonate with you know yeah absolutely it's almost like a clearing away of all that stagnant old darkness that we weren't wanting to look at we we had to look at it and say look i accept you and i you know i accept you when you were that way and we can love ourselves because like you know if we can love ourselves at the core core of ourselves like how we were when we were at our lowest moment and we can love that part of everybody and see that everybody has that seed and everybody can be nurtured and everybody can be healed i'm like a real believer in 
anything can be healed. And disease is dis-ease, the lack of ease. And any ease can be reintroduced, just like everything is abundant. Like we have so many new new ways to um, cleanse and clarify, clarify our energy. Like the, what I've learned in the past couple of years is like lifetimes of information. And I, I think that it's only really hard for people these past couple of years if you're trying to hide from your magic. If you're trying to hide from your potent gift of God, your potent whatever it is that you have to offer the collective, then you are going to suffer. Everybody's going to suffer, actually, because when you introduce your medicine to this world, everything rejoices. <laughs> and it's just, it's a, it's a wicked cycle to try to hide from you. Yeah, absolutely. And everything in the universe is really working, I feel, for in favor of us to return to that that magic and that potency. And when we are so resistant or, um, you know, throw up walls and barriers and are just resistant to that process and want to stay stuck in those cycles, that's when those things like those stuck emotions stay stagnant. And that's when we start to see diseases form on the outside of the physical, but a physical ailment really means that there's something internal going on. It's all, that's always a reflection of what we're saying to ourselves, what we're putting in our bodies, what we're speaking out into the world. It's all, all a reflection. And, um, I was reading a post the other day that was talking about, um, just the universe and how she doesn't, she doesn't listen to what you do or you don't want. She just works around and moves with you and based on the decisions that you make, there's no right or wrong decision. She's going to assist you in whatever path that you choose to, to take, you know? So it's our, our responsibility. I feel like to just like reclaim and return to that power and be like, I am, I am the light. Like I have the power to, to set my path and to work with the universe. And it doesn't really have to be this hard. Life yeah. doesn't have to be this hard. <laughs> Absolutely. But like, yeah, like in the beginning phases of awakening, it's like there can be some extreme sadness and anger and distrust and contempt even for the world because you begin to see all these horrible things that have been done to the living spirit of the earth but if you can get through that phase and back like in centered into the light like you will see that there's only radical acceptance trust and love that can that can grow things like you can't you can't move forward angry like we have to be able to forgive and i believe that's been one of the most potent potent things ever is just to be forgiving like the that's a motherly energy that's an energy that that grows things to be like you know i understand that you were hurting and that's why you did that and that's what i feel towards like the masculine at this point in my life it's like look i understand why you did those things because you were hurting and you were calling out for love i believe everything to either be from a place of lots of love or a place of lack of love and reaching out for love and there's nothing else like everything is either done from that space or that space and at the end of the day it's all love so i think that yeah it's it's really important that we as women wake up so the men can too i really feel like we're leading them in a way that it's just like what we're willing to receive what we're willing to take at this point and they need guidance about that like big time 
Yeah. Big, big time. Yeah, I mean, we've grown up in a, in a male-dominated society. So to have the women call forth this energy of the nurturing, the the sensitive, it's okay to cry, it's okay not yeah. to be okay, and all of these, it's okay, like we can mm-hmm. conserve the divine uh, masculine in so much more ways and um, in a nurturing and being there in a motherly sense rather than being like, oh, all men suck and like men yeah. are horrible. And like, I hear my yeah. sisters say this sometimes and they're like, oh, men are terrible. And I'm like, look, no, I know we that. Them. Like we're the birth, we're birthing them. You're going to say your babies suck. Like yeah. that's, <laughs> I just see somebody's baby when I look at people anymore. I'm like, you were a baby once and you were somebody's miracle. So, you know, act like it. <laughs> Facts. It's so true. And when you can look at everyone, it's just like that inner child or still that young child that's just like figuring out the world. I feel like it allows me to just offer so much more compassion. We're really supposed to remain children, like for a long, long time. Like we, so basically, you know, adult so an adult adult is a stupid person that's what that means that's literally what adult means so when you call yourself an adult you you change your vibration from a child of god into a stupid person like you that's that's another shitty spell (laughs) like you don't do that and I really so like in biblical times and all these sacred texts people were living past 900 like without a shadow of a doubt 900 years old we're not supposed to be dying nearly as young as we think we are and that's a whole spell i think we're wrapped into because like anything repeated over and over to you you're gonna start internalizing and thinking oh yeah i'm supposed i'm supposed to get old and i'm I'm supposed to get sick and get weaker and with every year i'm not i'm not supposed to get stronger but it's like that's not true like if you watch like water like on top of a speaker and you play a certain frequency or tone and it'll make certain patterns that's what your body will do like we're fractalizing out in all these different ways and if you can repeat beautiful things to yourself and every day i affirm that i'm gonna live to a thousand years old and guess what what's the worst thing i could have that could happen i could live to 200 Ooh, that's not so bad i'm at least shooting a little higher than what we've been told we can you know <laughs> yeah and we're so we're so conditioned to just start as soon as the aging starts you know or when something hurts we're like oh i'm getting old or another yeah. year, it's like we dread this another year of life like what is that energy that you're putting out there like you're dreading getting older <laughs> and living life like you're the universe feels that and it's going to reciprocate that energy yeah hello yeah big big potency there (laughs) because yeah i was just telling you know i just had a solar return um uh last week and i was wow happy birthday thank you i was telling my family about how i still feel like i'm like 17 i feel like i haven't like aged like i don't feel like i kept track of numbers since i've been like 17 so i still like feel like i'm 17 totally (laughs) and then i just like was realizing that it really it's it's it doesn't matter it's it doesn't matter we're running on a Gregorian calendar that just absolutely, I mean, like, it doesn't even, it holds no, no potency. We're supposed to be going on lunar calendars and moving with the cycles and seasons in totally different ways. And they have us looped into these really strange cycles celebrating things. 
that we don't even understand that we're celebrating. Yeah, we don't even know. Like you just said, like you you feel like you're still 17. Like something I've learned from my dad, like he's like this total wizard spirit dude, like the coolest guy ever. I'm always going to think he's the coolest dude in the world. But (laughs) my dad, he he looks super young. And he says it's because he can remember what it felt like to be a child. He can remember what it felt like to be like 15, 17. Like he can remember, remember that so much that he can stay in that energy. And that's something we all can benefit from. Just being able to remember your inner child and hold a living space for that and being like, hey, I still am that. And I, who removed me from purity? Nobody has the power to do that. Mm, wow. Yes. And we have all these limitations and labels thrown on top of us throughout life that take away that try to steal away that light and that remembrance of we are a child of God and we are this pure intentional being. And through all of the, like the conditioning and the things that we're taught and the things that we do and the years go by, it just seems easier to fall into it than to create your own path. Yeah, absolutely. That's something interesting is that in holy text, it says that human beings are created to be higher than angels because we're given free will and God recreates itself through us in different magical ways as to where angels are created to serve his will without free will, therefore given less true power. So when a human turns to loving kindness and genuine, true, true love, like at the core of our being, we're more powerful than even the angels as to where like we're taught that we're like these just like pure whatever creepy beings that do these weird things and it's like no we're really really magical like beyond that i could even explain with these words like just talking is just uh you know thinking very loudly and I think people can even learn to communicate through like telekinesis and like just speaking through our minds. Like when you're with a really like a really close partner, like you said, you have a partner, like you feel like you can communicate with them just through eye contact. Like you know what's on. Like especially women, we're so much more psychic than we're ever oh, ever yeah. told. Like <laughs> it's insane. Mm-hmm. Just opening my eyes to that power of just like, wow, that little voice in my head is actually like guiding me in the most beautiful way I, that we have this power to just like call in literally anything. For example, like a month ago, I called in, oh, I need like a new reusable period cup. And then like the next day I woke up and I want a giveaway with a period cup. And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> You know, it's just like little, so funny. You just like, as soon as you put it out there, you call it right in. And then I just like open my eyes. I'm like, wow, all this time. (laughs) Yeah. This whole time I could have been doing this. (laughs) For real. And I think that's something so potent about this, the age we're entering into. So basically we're exiting the the bronze, the iron age and going into the bronze age. So that's a higher frequency metal than iron bronzes and um we're exiting the age of pisces and going into the age of aquarius and apparently that that cardinal shift that shift from ages only happens every like, thousands thousands of years in between those shifts and especially when it's a shift where it changes metals too so it's like those two things happening at the same time apparently that was december of last year december 21st of last year is when it was like really solidified because we've all we've all been feeling these awakenings and whatever. But the age of Aquarius is supposed to be the age of 
living word. So the the living word is supposed to move through us at all times. Like I I don't think that we have to know what we're going to say or know what we're going to do when we're in this moment. We're going to have the living word, the word of God move through us in every situation we're in. And if the word of God moves through us, that's the, the vibration of God moving through us. So that's taking us to higher and higher planes of existence here on earth. I think it's very important to remember that there are hell realms here and there are also heavenly realms and they all are inside your body. It's said that man or man or woman cannot serve two masters. He either serves Satan and his devils or God and his angels. And that's, I think of it as like you either serve death or you serve life. Are you going to serve life in your temple or are you going to serve death? Which one are you looking at? Because whatever you look at is going to grow. You're always faced with, you know, a choice and we can choose to you know, react or to always feel much better sending them with love. Just walk away and realize that we don't have to carry that weight or to sink down into those lower states of being because we really are just like lowering our vibration to match that person that we're, that we're arguing with or having a conversation with. And so whether they're, um, you know, more negative or more positive, you're whatever, you're moving to meet them there. Because I think everybody's a mirror for each other. And, you know, you choose what you're going to reflect and what you're going to reflect back at people. And people will think that you are the problem when you are a clear mirror. Like if you wipe your mirror clean and you're a super clear mirror for people, people will project really weird things on you, but they're going to, it's going to bounce right back and they're gonna end up looking at themselves because that's how this reality works is it's all you and when we make these bodies clear and pure and then we can all live in harmony together lord please (laughs) (laughs) no it's happening it's happening this conversation wouldn't be happening right now if it wasn't happening for us so it's the truth i'm so grateful to be able to have this conversation with you today yeah this is awesome i'm so glad to speak with you yeah so what is some wisdom you can leave our listeners with on just coming home to themselves and beginning to accept their beings as sacred so maybe um, any self-care practices that you would recommend Yeah, I think, you know, I think self-care is really, 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 has been really underrated. Um, Like, I observe, like, um, what my mother was taught, and then, like, what my grandma was taught, and we're definitely getting healthier, like, through generation to generation, and the amount of things that we're being able to be opened up to now is absolutely insane, and some really amazing self-care practices for me have been... um, so when I taught my writing course, I had everybody, we, we, we went in the cycles of the elements with um, self-care practices. So um, so say the first day was fire. So you would stare at the sun for, I, I could touch on staring at the sun because that's probably one of the most potent things I've ever learned is that the first 45 minutes of the day and the last 45 minutes of the day, you can stare into the sun like you can stare at the sun and it cannot damage your eyeballs it will actually make your eyes way stronger you're able to see brighter colors like everything illuminates inside of your body because we're supposed to be feeding off of light and um yeah like i've been able to go 
really long like I did a 10 day just water fast and I stared at the sun every day and I had more than enough energy I was working every day teaching yoga every day so much energy just from staring at the sun and walking barefoot and um in clean water drinking clean water um laying down on the earth with my heart pressed to the earth like I take a nap pretty much every day with my heart on the earth like I love sleeping on the ground like it's my favorite thing I feel like she gives me so much um just so much of a recharge I think women especially are really really source charged beings like I mean we all begin as women and that's the thing is like we all every even men begin as women like that's why they grow nipples and basically uh, a penis is a long clitoris so it's like mother nature has created this duality for herself to to look back and forth and yeah I think we've obviously fallen out of out of harmony but that can come back together when we realize we are all one woman and we all are from one source and there's only one source to return home to so a lot of my self-care practices have to do with grounding in and being in my body and choosing to be on earth and spending time with her and all these different medicines she offers us every day it's like some people say the sky is just the sky but why deny the obvious child like that was made for you like this beautiful beautiful creations changing shapes and colors every single day and like self-care for me can even just be looking up at the sky and being like wow awesome <laughs> but <laughs> no I, I also love um yoni seeming like i said before i feel like that's a really potent one um that for any of my listeners who don't know what that is it's you boil water and um, you, so you boil water in a pot or a kettle or whatever, and then you have a bowl set apart, and in your bowl you put whatever herbs or essential oils or oils that you feel um, you want to work with or would benefit your womb space, and you can research those online, the best, um, best ones for that in particular, or whatever you're going through in particular, and um, you squat over the bowl with the hot water and the herbs in it, and you wrap a towel around your waist and let the steam just come up onto your, your yoni and up into the womb and I've had incredible healing through that like I one time so when I moved to the islands I didn't get my period for eight months and it, I, I wasn't in any pain nothing was weird I wasn't pregnant like without a shadow of a doubt not pregnant wasn't having sex and I I did a yoni steam after it had been eight months or whatever I hadn't had my period I was like kind of worried but there was nothing like nothing I could do I really I think it was because I was just uprooted from Arizona I'm seven generation native Arizonan and um, I feel like my just my lineage for a while so when I moved to Hawaii it was kind of a shock to my body not really a bad way but like I said, I didn't get my period, but I did a yoni steam, and two days later, I had my period again, and it wasn't painful, and everything's great, and um, yeah, like, my periods are so comfortable, like, I do not have pain with my periods, I, but I think another thing with that is um, castor oil, so 100% organic castor oil, you can do Jamaican black castor oil, or just um, castor oil you can find at the store, just make sure it's organic and you massage it into your belly and womb every day that's what I do I, I I think of like my stomach is like grand central station for the energetic channel that is my body and if I can 
massage into that space every day and move, help my body move energy with my hands and really tune in and be like, okay, so what's, what's going on here? Like, let me feel into what I'm feeling in my stomach and in my womb and moving that energy down and out every day. Um, castor oil pulls, pulls toxins out of the body. And as women, like these wombs will hold a lot of toxins for earth because especially when we're in cities and in places with all kinds of chemicals all around all the time, we're exposed to all these different densities that we don't necessarily be carrying anymore. Um, another thing about that is we're always told that we need to eat, be eating a lot of iron. But iron is a, um, it's a metal and it's a, it's a heavy, heavier metal. So our bodies transfer information, obviously, through, through the blood. And um, you can be drinking silver, like sovereign silver or monotoma gold instead of integrating more iron because those are higher frequency metals that, that make you like super much more able to take in information and transfer information quicker. Like um, in Maui, per se, the, the water here, the natural springs of water in the um, ocean have the highest um, content of monatomic gold in the world that I've heard. And these are super potent yeah. metals that are supposed to be in our body. Like I, I'm always exposed to mosquitoes and they don't touch you when you have higher frequency metals in your body, like silver and gold. They will literally hover above your skin and not be able to touch you. There's so many cool things to learn. I could talk about self-care for next two hours. <laughs> I don't want to go too crazy, but yeah, those are a few of my things. I love that. But it's so beautiful to just like explore that and to see how beneficial these herbs are and how we can really use the earth to serve our bodies and return home to ourselves. And yeah, that's like this whole podcast in one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> we talk about all the herbs, all the things, all the things to ourselves. I love it. Thank you so much for being here and for sharing your medicine with us. I'm so honored to meet you and to be able to have this conversation with you. Thank you so much. And the fact that this space is opening. Yeah, this is awesome. And I know so many people are going to love to listen to this and listen to all your podcasts. Thank you so much, sister. You're the best. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the Plant Lady Podcast. It was such an honor to share this space with Sierra and hear all of her wisdom. If you want to find more links to Sierra's apothecary, that will be in the description part of this podcast. And please remember that if you enjoyed this podcast to leave us a little review, it really helps spread the word about the space that we're sharing here. Thank you again for being here and I will see you on the next episode.